Cast, and welcome back to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am your dungeon master. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. A uh, Finn Fisher, if you please. No Lonnie Stevenson. As Reagan Stockweather. And Taylor Wallace. As Malachi Kassir. And we are back to play some more Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have been told this was a bad movie review podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing. You're dressed totally I wrong. This was book club. <laughs> so, when we last left our heroes, they were at the Bluefin Tropical Resort. They've spent a beautiful day of going to the spa, playing beach volleyball, hanging out with friends, getting drunk around a campfire, really just... <laughs> a whole day and nothing. <laughs> hanging out with dads. <laughs> hanging out with dads. Classic beach episode. <laughs> We forgot there was a plot. Just quality time. They said they were going to go on a stakeout, and then they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we did say that, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They also met Nurgle Windfellow. (laughs) Get it out now. That's his real name. They met Nurgle Windfellow, the tiefling wizard who'd been on the ship when it sank, who Malachi saw throw an object that turned out to be the mysterious cube overboard. So you talked to Nurgle, found out he'd been attacked by a group of people in blue robes who seemed to have some sort of connection with storms. He managed to kill them when they first attacked, but they, the rest of them had followed him to the Rosemary, looking for this mysterious artifact Nurgle had found in the lair of an aboleth. So Nurgle threw the object overboard and is now hiding out at the resort, waiting for the next ship. The three of you did some light investigating and didn't get much information until Finn happened to hear a crash in the woods while escorting a very drunk Malachi and slightly tipsy Reagan back to the villa. Finn, as you set out to find the source of the noise, you ran into Nell, the captain of your beach volleyball team, who said they'd also heard the crash. However, Finn sensed something off about the entire encounter, and seemingly so did Nell, and as their questions became more pressing, Finn just created water as a distraction and sprinted back to the villa. That sounds like he peed (laughs) as a distraction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I got so nervous that I made water. That would be a good distraction. It's an effective technique. (laughs) Not speaking from personal experience. (laughs) So that's where we'll pick up. Finn has come back to the door of the villa. Malachi, you were just leaving to go look for him, although you only have one shoe on. And uh, yeah, that's where we'll start our story. Malachi falls Uh. over. (laughs) Uh, so, um, I had a weird time. I ran into Finn, Nell. Where, and I think where, where were you? I was in the, the woods. I'm coming to get you. I'm I think... coming. Uh, wait, what? I'm coming. What? You're here now. Okay. Yeah. I take my <laughs> other shoe off. <laughs> I take off the shoe that I had on. I was in the woods previously. Now I'm here. I think Nell is evil. Or not necessarily evil, but like extremely suspicious of us. So I made Ooh. water because I was nervous. And what? I here. Malachi! No! <laughs> Taylor, did you actually get drunk to roleplay this? <laughs> that was... That's me. Finn. Finn. Yeah, that's me. I've, I've come inside and, like, Wait, closed the door. what? Your pants are dry. Yeah, but my shoes, they're soaked. <laughs> well, don't bring them in here. We don't want that on the floor. All right, fine. I take my shoes off. And is there a lock on the door? Can I lock the door? Yeah, you can lock the door. Okay, Malachi very much thinks that... Finn peed himself. <laughs> okay. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, who's evil? Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if they're evil. That's a little strong. But I ran into Nell. They said they were also the volleyball volleyball captain. Oh, I love. They said Nell. they were also looking for the source of the noise. But then they asked if I had been on a shipwreck, and I freaked out. And now I'm here. Wait, they they what? They asked me. They were asking some really probing questions about my past, and they asked if I had been in a shipwreck that landed here. Oh, you, oh, wait. You didn't. We didn't tell them we were in a shipwreck, right? No. I mean, we did. I guess tell the front desk. So it's not like a total secret, but. Uh. Reagan. <laughs> Where's Ray? Where is Reagan? Asleep. So I, I'm I'm a little too drunk to process this right now. Clearly, so. I am just shouting for Reagan. Reagan! It's gonna take more than that. <laughs> I throw my shoe at him. I throw my shoe at Reagan. Ow! What? Yeah. Where's the fight? Reagan starts pulling out a dagger. Whoa. He is not conscious. Whoa, let's not dagger under the influence Finn, here. Finn, I've got my axe. Where? Wait, wait. You found <laughs> Nell here? Well, in the woods. I mean, in Nell is woods. staying at this resort. Oh, oh, I, I start putting my shoes back on. What? Uh, back back up? Ah. <clears throat> uh, mm. What are we doing? Malachi starts slapping himself in the face to sober himself what up. What is and he it's doing? it's really, really, really loud. Okay, everyone calm down. I'm not sure what you're doing, Malachi. Reagan, I was in the woods looking for the noise, and I ran into Nell, and they said they were looking for the noise, but then they started asking a lot of pressing questions and asked if I had been in a shipwreck that washed up here. So I... I let me be clear, I cast Create Water, and then I ran away. Uh, okay, I mean, why, uh, Reagan sheaths the dagger, having assessed that there's no actual pressing danger. Where, where'd you leave them? In the woods. Well, why is it concerning if they're asking if you were in a shipwreck? I mean, like, it's kind of obvious that we were in a shipwreck, like, I'm, I'm not... What's wrong with them? They're probably just curious. It's fine. I mean, A, what the hell? Because I've been the one who didn't want to lie to people, and you guys were all like, oh, don't tell anyone that we were in a shipwreck, so I was just following suit. And B, (laughs) it was a super sketchy vibe. Like, trust me, it was just bad, (sighs) bad energy in that dark forest. (sighs) So, do you want us to go investigate the dark forest? Did you find whatever made this noise? No. Oh yeah, you were like running notable after notable questions. Plates? I think our best move is to stay here and hunker down. Wait, you didn't find the the noise? No. I mean, Nell and I agreed that it was probably someone carrying plates who dropped them in the middle of the woods. A plate in the middle of the woods. Um. Yeah. That doesn't sound right to me. Like I know maybe it was I'm an not hundred percent there right now, dinner. but that doesn't sound right to me. Anthropomorphic bear preparing dinner. Yeah, you know, one of them. No, okay, that's not right. I know that. I'm gonna go back to sleep. No, no, I think... Oh, God. He starts, like, massaging his temples. We need... That could be something bad. Right? That could be something bad. Could be. Well, knowing us, yeah. I mean, it's possible that Nell is just a busybody, but it's also possible that... Okay, but Nell didn't have broken plates with him, right? Right. Well, that was probably yeah. That was the anthropomorphic bear. Oh, you saw the bear? No, that's just my my working theory at the well, moment. We've got plenty of bears right here. No, it's really just me. But uh-huh. no, nothing. All right. Malachi's like <laughs> twice your size. Yeah, but he's not really a bear. You're the shortest one here. I'm that, a man. Yeah, I'm not a bear. I'm also the only one with a beard. 
to my knowledge, does Malachi have a beard? He does not. <laughs> I'm honestly not convinced Malachi even has hair. I rest still. my case. He has hair. It's visible. He has as much hair as I do, or maybe even more. Just so the listeners know, I also have hair. <clears throat> Anyways, Mal, do you think we need to go find them? I don't think we do. I mean, we can. I do don't this. know about uh, the Nell stuff. I don't know. I I don't know. But Nell maybe is bad. Finn, Finn, Nell's maybe bad. Maybe bad. Okay. We don't need to deal with that right now if they're gone. But whatever you heard sounds maybe bad, and I feel like that could be someone in trouble, right? Mal, do you really think you're gonna help make somebody any less in trouble right now? I don't know. I did, like, look around for a bit and didn't find anything. Then Mm. it was probably a trap. Or something. Why would why would the anthropomorphic bear want to trap me? Uh, to eat you? I... He doesn't need to eat me. He just prepared a dinner on some plates. Well, maybe he was setting the table for dinner. Malachi which... has both shoes on now, and he's walking out the door. Uh... Malachi, where are you going? <laughs> okay. Why is that the conclusion you've come to? <laughs> Regan just goes, it's who he is, guys. Fuck, and follows him. <laughs> guys, I don't think... I don't think this is the right move. He's, Andy, he's drunk. He's walking towards the woods. Malachi, okay. you are so drunk. You are not in a position to make decisions. Oh, guys, this brings me back. Drunk and walking to what the woods. You- <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for? Uh, mm, I'm looking for something that made a noise. Okay. Um, make me a perception check with disadvantage. Okay, um, that's Reagan, fair. you can make one just a straight roll. Okay. I'm using my mage hand to like Ooh, try to grab Malachi fail. and pull him back. Okay. Oh, I had a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't count. The other one. That's a four. Shit. A four. <laughs> um, so you guys kind of hike out into some of this foliage, um, kind of finding yourself similar to the place where you guys came over the wall. It's like there's like a little stretch of, of trees um, before the wall. Um, and you guys are looking around um, through the foliage, kind of stomping through. Um, you don't really notice anything of particular, anything that would draw your attention. Um but you do at one point kind of spot the shape of a person kind of out of the corner of your eye. You catch it, but then they seem to be moving away from you hmm. fairly quickly. Regan throws, throws a hand in front of Malachi and goes, We gotta be very, very quiet. At that, Finn hides. <laughs> Finn is hiding now. Hey, I do that. I do that. Finn is hiding? Yeah. Okay, make me a stealth roll, Finn. Uh, that is a 20, not now. A 20? 30, 20? Okay. Actually, no. Um, Wait. 22. 22. 22? Yeah. Brilliant. Um, cool. So, yeah, you are you are kind of creeping along close to your acquaintances um, through the, the underbrush there, Finn, and you're pretty well hidden away. Uh, yeah, Finn, you know, I don't see anything out here. Wait, where's Finn? Finn? I, I whisper Finn? like, I'm, Finn! I'm, I'm stealthing. I'm here. Shh. Finn, there's nobody here. Yeah, so let's go home. Okay. I take one last look around, and I nod to myself, satisfied. And I turn around towards what I think is the direction of the villas, but it's not. (laughs) And then (laughs) has to grab my arm and correct me. I point point him in the right direction. 
Awesome. Um, you guys head back to the villa. And knock the fuck out. Uh, no, she rolled something. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, um, no. Oh, jeez. Guys, I already used a spell slot. To piss yourself. You guys head back to the villa. And you... Oh, I don't like your facial expression right now, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys are just kind of walking back, right? I guess, yeah, just walking. Okay. You uh, come into the room and you... Of your villa. Yeah, you walk into your villa and you, um, even in your um, kind of inebriated Mm. state, Malachi, um, you clock that, all all three of you noticed this, really, that things are just, it looks like someone was very quickly rifling through your things. Um, There's not a lot of them, but it looks like somebody was very quickly kind of... uh, tossing through your belongings. Things are distinctly not where you left I, them. I mean, obviously I don't actually sober up, but I sober up quick and I go straight for the lockbox. Yeah. Um, the lockbox is uh, moved. It is shifted position. Um, but as you kind of quickly go for it, it is still locked. It looks like they didn't have the key on them and were not kind of quick enough to uh, break in. Okay. I grab my spear from wherever I put it. I say, is anyone outside? I, I check. I look at the. I look in the window. Make a perception check. Eighteen. Okay. Um. You don't immediately see. Um. It's pretty much a quiet night. You can hear the distant sounds of people who are still partying down at the bonfire. Sounds like it's wrapping up. But other than that, you don't spot anything. You don't see anyone like lurking outside. You guys's. I'm gonna pull a knife and I'm gonna start um like kicking down doors. You know just. Doing an area search, making sure nobody's hiding inside. Cool. Um, yeah, you do that. They know what there doesn't seem to be. You check all the closets under the beds, stuff like that. Nobody seems to be hiding. Mal, we still got everything that we had. I, I tell Finn to lock the door. I do. Uh, I open the lockbox just to make sure. Mm-hmm. The jar of dirt is still there. I stick my hand in to check. Yep, the, the cube is still there. Okay, great. It's still here. Is, is anything else missing? Is it? No, nothing else is missing. You guys go through your belongings. Um, it looks like things things were rifled through, but whatever they were looking for, they didn't. They, you guys is, I mean, I, I don't know if you would have taken your coin purses with you, but if you left them, they haven't been touched. Okay. Well, this is thoroughly disturbing. Finn. Yeah? It was just Nell out there before? As far as I know. Did they follow you here? Did, did they leave the woods when you left the woods? I don't know. I just ran. And I, it didn't seem like they they weren't following like right after me, but they might have come along afterwards. Mm. Can we talk about how we saw a person in the woods too, just now? Oh yeah, I saw someone in the woods. Feels like we should unpack that. I I'm I just I just saw a person. Yeah, I wasn't really taking it seriously. I mean, were they watching us? I mean, like we're. Mm, mm, I mean, they clearly weren't the one who was going through our stuff, so. I don't know what I don't know what you want want to know about the person in the woods. Like we just saw a person in the woods. I don't I don't know what I want either. But like right <laughs> now, I'm the only sober one, and I really feel like I shouldn't be the only oh sober God. one. If I was gonna pick one of us to be in charge, it wouldn't be me. Uh, but now I have to be in charge because none of you guys are capable of doing anything. I mean, it's probably hey. important for you to like learn this lesson. Remember when a lizard almost ate you? What does that have to do with this? Can't do anything right now, but I can do stuff. A lizard almost ate me, and then I incinerated it single-handedly. What's your point? Mm. Mal, go bed. I go to bed. I go to bed with the jar. Okay. This is not how I wanted to come of age. 
You're not of age. Yeah, most people, it doesn't go how they think it's gonna go. All right, Malachi's asleep. I don't know what y'all are doing. Okay. Reagan kind of looks at Finn and he's like, all right, listen, we'll keep an eye on Nell. We can't really do anything as of now because we don't know where they are and we don't know who was here. So there's nothing we can really do as of right now. And Mal's down for the count. So how about we just sleep on it and we can think about it in the morning? Uh, all right. Do you want to stay up and keep watch for a few hours? You can wake me. I do. Can I still get a long rest? If I keep watch for a while. Yeah. We could do shifts. Yeah, we did shifts before. I mean, you you can do shifts. I probably... Yeah, a long rest can involve shifts of keeping watch. Yeah. So I t- tell you what, Finn. Just stay up for a while. Don't panic. And then wake me after a few hours. And All right. It'll be fine. Reagan passes back out on the couch. Finn, you're keeping watch? Yeah. Um, Go ahead and roll me a perception check. And this doesn't aid my perception at all, but my mage hand is active. And it's doing like that shadow puppet shape where it looks like it's like a mouth with eyes and it's just kind of looking around mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i, I suppose oh good question are they dense yeah i don't know if a a could cast a shadow i'm not actually making shadow puppets <laughs> just that's the shape the hand is making got it <laughs> it's like i'm like pretending that it's also keeping an eye out got it 15 15 okay you hear um after like a couple hours in to the night what you hear is a pretty loud splash, as if something jumped into the water, or possibly something like a really big fish like jumped out of the water and jumped back in or something like that. But you hear a splash, and you kind of listen intently to see if it's followed by anything else, but you don't hear any other noises. You just hear that one splash. Okay. Is it like from the ocean? It, yeah, it sounds like it's coming from the ocean. How far is this villa from the ocean? It's maybe, um, let's see. This is always, I have a hard time knowing what a reasonable distance is. <laughs> the, the ocean itself is about 150 feet from you guys, I'll say. Oh, damn, that's just out of range. Yeah, you can't telepathy with any fish from inside the villa. All right, then I, I stay put. Okay. Um, the rest of it passes pretty uneventfully. Uh, you keep watching, don't really see or hear anything else um, for the rest of the night. And eventually you get some rest as well. Um, you guys are woken in the morning by a on the door to your villa. It's the fuzz. Uh, I'm closest to the door. Mm-hmm. So I probably wake up. He kind of does like the classic like goes to throw a punch thing before realizing that there's oh nobody God. there. Um... <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm probably not wearing a shirt, incidentally. Uh, <laughs> good to know, good to know. Goes and yanks open the door with the kind of fierceness that you can only get when you're rudely awakened on a Saturday morning by somebody such as mm-hmm. Campus Safety knocking on your door. Yeah, um, very similar feeling to that. Um, standing <laughs> on the door, um, you see Eliester, who you guys had met oh, uh, yesterday, um, is kind of standing on the doorstep. Um, and you see next to him um, is the druid, Lee. Um, so Lee and Eliester are kind of standing there on... Uh, you guys' doorstep, and Eliester goes, Sorry to wake you uh, so early. I presume I woke you. Um, but uh, do you and your companions have a moment? Could we borrow a moment of your time, perhaps? Uh, could be, I guess. And I just kind of tilt my head to let him in. Okay. Um, he kind of... Go kick Mal. <laughs> <laughs> he steps through the door. Lee kind of follows him. Um, you pick up on a general kind of sense of nervousness from both of them um 
they seem like a little bit on edge, um, especially kind of compared to Lee's kind of zen persona that she had yesterday. They sort of step inside. Eliester kind of looks around and he says, where are your the, the others who are staying with you? Uh, they're still asleep, I think, but I can go get them if you want. That would be most amenable, thank you. Or you can tell me what's got the both of you so worked up. <laughs> Lee uh, speaks up and she says, Um, there's just been, there was a little bit of an incident last night and we were wondering if any of you happened to see anything, um, or hear anything over the course of the night. Mm, yeah, let me go get Finn. So I go get Finn, and then I go get Mal. Okay. Okay. Hey, what? what's up? Uh, again, sorry to disturb you so early in the morning. And it's like 9 a.m. It's not <laughs> incredibly <laughs> okay, early. Yeah, it is. Uh, pretty so early. Mal is uh, absolutely fine at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, he doesn't get hangovers. <laughs> Eliester, sort of once you're all in the room, he says, um... I'll make this quick. I was just wondering if any of you heard anything last night. Your villa is one uh, near the edge um, towards uh, the sort of forest and the wall. We're wondering if you heard anything happen uh, in the the hours of the night, if you saw any strange things sort of out in the direction of the boundaries of the Something happened near the wall? Near the wall, yes. What? Yeah, we were were walking home after dinner and we heard like a big crash from the woods they exchange a glance and um eliester says yes um about about what time was that you were on your way back from dinner you say yeah um i don't i don't remember what time it was but... yeah it was pretty you guys had gone to the campfire so it was kind of like 10 p.m 11 p.m something like that it was like 10 p.m 11 p.m something like that <laughs> <laughs> um Eliester and Lee exchange this glance, and Eliester says, "Yeah, that that um that sounds about right. Um, I'm afraid we had something that was either accidentally broken or, to my suspicions, intentionally tampered with uh, out there <gasps> in the in the forests." Um, but the weather. What was that? <laughs> oh, that was Taylor. That was Taylor. <laughs> what was it? Uh, just an an um. A sort of arcane implement uh, that helps to maintain um, helps helps to maintain the integrity of the resort. Um, fortunately, there's uh, it's a it's a more uh, sophisticated system than can be knocked out by breaking a single uh, you know orb. But um, it was rather disturbing to see that someone seems to have intentionally smashed it. Whoa. And Lee, One of Lee those... says, that thing was pretty expensive, and I put a lot of work into it, but... Wait, something that keeps up your your bubble? More or less, yeah. So, you know, the, the whole thing where it doesn't rain here, and it's always sunny and beautiful? Yeah, we have a few um, different devices that kind of help us uh, maintain that, so that it's not, um, you know, so it doesn't rain. Uh, so everyone can have a nice day at the resort. Um, Wait, you don't... Do you keep these under some kind of guard? Well, they're hidden. And Eliester says, and besides, there's we've never had anyone try to tamper with them before. Again, it's it's not exactly... Um, they're not the sort of thing that the people who are guests here would want to steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're um, definitely not the sort of thing that someone would just go smashing willy-nilly, uh, which is what makes this all so concerning. Well, Finn, didn't you say that... You ran into Nell out there? I was getting to that, yeah. Um. So we heard the crash, 
And I went over one now to check it out because never mind why. Ah, uh, because I wanted to just check it out. And I ran into Nell. You know, they play volleyball. They're a guest here. Um, yeah. And we looked around together, uh, but we didn't find anything. Wait, just just yesterday, Nell was talking about how curious they were about what keeps this weather system in here you've got going. Lee goes, oh, yeah, Nell was asking me about that. Yeah, yeah, they, they we were talking at breakfast one of these days, and they... They said that they were curious about what made the bubble, and I was kind of explaining some of the system to them. Um, yeah, they were asking. They were asking us about it if we knew anything about it. They seemed really, really weirdly intent. They did seem really interested. I mean, I chalked it up to just curiosity. I mean, I wasn't there when Finn saw them last night, but it sounds like a little bit more than curiosity to me. Yeah, I got. I got a weird vibe, I guess, is the best way to put it. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you. That is extremely helpful. Um, I will continue to look into this matter. Um, please don't, you know, go spreading this around. We don't want guests to think that anything is sort of uh, affected. Why did you come to us? Just because we're near the edge? Because we killed your ooze? Your vill is near the edge, and also because I figured if anyone uh, were to be, you know, the sort of person who'd pay attention, the sort of person who'd come here with weapons after a shipwreck and kill our ooze right. uh, did yeah. seem to be the sort of person who'd have noticed something like this. So, the other devices that you have... Yes. I mean, clearly this one wasn't hidden well enough. Are you able to guarantee the safety of the others? Well, we um, have already checked on uh, the other another one that's within our bounds um, and have verified its safety. Um... The third is a little bit harder to access, um, but Lee is going to go check on that um, right now. Harder to access? How? I mean, I suppose you don't need to tell us where it is, but... (laughs) Lee clears her throat and she's like, it's, um, it's, um, under the ocean out a little ways. Um, I love under the ocean. Yeah, so uh, it's that one. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you the exact location, but mm, I, I'm going to go out course. and check on it, see if it's okay. Do you want one um, of us to go with you just to make sure? Oh, that might be nice, actually. If if any of you can breathe underwater. Um, I mean, no. I kind of just exaggeratedly look at Finn. Finn just looks so deeply ashamed and embarrassed. <laughs> He's like, no, I, I can't. Oh, you can't. Huh. No. Oh, I thought for sure that would... Maybe someday. Reagan kind of straightens up and turns and looks at Polyester, and he's like, uh, if we're discussing matters of suspicious activity, there's something else you should probably know, which is that when we all went out to investigate the situation with Nell after Finn had come back, when we returned to our villa, somebody had, uh, as it were, rifled through all our... Stuff. Really? I say all our stuff. We've got like four things collectively, so like it's really not that much. And nothing was it, missing. Things were out of place, though. Yeah. Hmm. Do you guys have security footage of any of this? <laughs> yeah, you got any security <laughs> orbs? Unfortunately, not. Um, but we, uh, yes, that is, that's definitely not good to hear. I will tell everyone to be on high alert. Do you. I don't suppose you saw anything, uh, no, yeah, you wouldn't have, but it's, it's good, it's good to, thank you for alerting me of this matter, um, I'll make sure to ask other guests if they've had similar occurrences. Hmm, 
Is there anything we can do to help you in the meantime? Well, he thinks about it for a moment, and he sort of gives you guys a look, and he's like, there's another of these, if someone is for some reason sabotaging our weather control system, I still can't think of what possibly they would come to gain of smashing glass orbs that help us ward away rain. But perhaps if if there's something, um, the... I, I will have to be out and about dealing with these matters, but the administrative building uh, is where we keep the hub of the spell that wards it away, the biggest orb, as it were. It's these, these sort of glass orbs that do the warding. Uh, if you could just... I'm not going mm. to ask you to stand guard or anything, because I wouldn't want to... Uh, I wouldn't want to impose on your vacation, but if you're... Just keep an eye out for any sort of suspicious activity. Of course. Aye. Finn, are you are you gonna go... go with Lee anyways? I mean, you can't breathe underwater, but... You can go um, part of the way. Well, Lee's still here, right? Lee, also, I was up last night because I couldn't sleep Ooh. and heard a big splash from the ocean. A distinct splash? And I mean, obviously, the ocean splashes all the time, but just thought I'd okay. mention it. That's good to know. Yeah. I'll have to go check on that. You guys don't have, like, some sort of, like, rivalry with a different tropical resort that's going to try and <laughs> scheme and steal your weather devices by placing cleverly located spies... Is that a thing that would happen around? Eliester looks uh, startled, and he's like, "No, I can't. I can't think of anything like that." There's no camp star. No, I don't. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Rich people are weird. I think that we should go check on a friend of ours just to make sure everything's all right. Um, oh yeah. I wish yep. you the best of luck in figuring out who did this, and of course, let us know if we can be of any further assistance. Of course. Um, thank you for all your help. Thank you for your information. You know where to find us. Sort of, you know, broadly. Please, um, if you find out that everything's okay, just let us know. Lee says, yeah, of course, we will. Thank you so much again. Um, and they sort of exit, shut the door behind Goodbye. You. Oh, and Lee. What? If, if you need anyone to talk to fish, I got you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she looks slightly bemused and closes the door behind her as she walks off. Uh, yeah, so, n- should we check on Nergil? I think we should check on yeah, Nergil, yeah. I think we should yeah. check on Nergil. <laughs> Nergil. We go to check on Nergil. Okay, um, so you guys head over to Nergil's house. Um, it seems quiet. You don't see, like, lights on inside or anything. The door is closed. Well, I turn the handle. Knock. Uh, it oh. is locked this time. Okay. <laughs> I also knock. <laughs> Um, there's a kind of a couple of moments, and then, uh, you hear the door unlocking, and it opens, and Nergil's kind of there, peeking out at you guys from underneath his big hat, and he goes, oh, it's you guys. Morning. It's us. Oh, uh, good morning? Yeah, yeah, anything weird Did happening? Did you get robbed last night? Nergil, can we come in? Uh, no, please, uh, come on in. Well, what seems to be the trouble? Well... One of the defensive orbs around this place last night was smashed. Like the ones that controlled the the weather? Uh-huh. The weather and the wall, yeah. Oh, the weather and the wall. That's a YA fantasy novel if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Nergil kind of rubs his chin and seems to be thinking about something. And he goes, I wonder... 
So I told you, right, that I'd seen those guys lurking around in their blue cloaks, kind of outside, but not coming inside. Yes, you did tell us that. When they attacked the Rosemary, they were floating around in the storm, right? Yes. I don't remember. I mean, that's what Reagan said. Uh, they were, they were in the sky. Yeah, and when they attacked me after I came out of the Abelette's lair, there was a storm then, too. So you think they, well, they, I wonder they if perhaps, are the storm, or they can only function in a storm? Right, perhaps their powers are somehow dampened inside. Perhaps I picked a better place to hide out than I thought. If they can only oh. draw, if they draw power from a storm in some way, then they wouldn't be able to do anything if the weather barrier was up. So they would be trying to destroy it. They did. So they would be trying to destroy it. Confront us when it was sunny out, but... They didn't attack with magic, I suppose, so that could very well be, yeah. Nergel, has, uh, has anybody been in your room? Anything gone missing? Any, anything been ransacked? He looks surprised. No, uh, it's been quiet. Where were you? Someone broke into our villa last night. Last night. I, Reagan kind of, like, <laughs> like, gets in his grill, but I'm assuming <laughs> Reagan's significantly taller than him. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a loom. And he's just like, oh, Reagan finally gets to be taller than someone. Finn, I will break your femurs, and then I will be taller than you. What? (laughs) Dude, Reagan's prickly about the height thing. (laughs) Anyways, so he kind of looms over Nergel, and he's like, where were you last night, around midnight? Around midnight, I was in here, asleep. I don't suppose you can prove that, and I don't suppose I can disprove that, but I figured the intimidation factor was worth a try. <laughs> I'm distinctly intimidated. You're all very, uh, physically imposing. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now what? You didn't happen to hear anything last night, did you? I didn't. I was sound asleep. I didn't know that I should be looking out for anything. I'd sort of just started to relax and think that maybe, you know, two mostly uneventful days, I thought maybe they'd left. Yeah, I... What kind of magic do you practice, Nergel? What do I practice? I'm a transmutation specialist. I don't know what that means. It means I specialize in turning things into other things. It's an arcane school of wizardry. I, I, okay, I know what, I know what, there's schools for wizards, I know that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so you don't, you don't do any sort of, like, defensive magic or anything like that? Oh, I can do... I can do a little bit, but it's not my particular specialty, but I've, I've learned to do some. Mm. What about... Nergel? Yes, Finn? How do you spell your name? Uh, it's N-I-R-G-I-L-Y. Just wondering. Oh, are those all capital or lowercase? Capital N, and then lowercase everything else. Have you ever written a name before, Malachi? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think... Nigel, I would just appreciate it if you would just keep your eyes peeled. Something strange is going on here, and I think it definitely, definitely has something to do with you and what you're trying to do with your object thing. Hmm. Because it seemed like they were looking for something, although I don't know why they came to us and not you. Neither do I. Although they did know that they were... They knew we were shipwrecked. Alright, and they also know that, you know, we showed up half-naked with a bunch of weapons, and the first thing we did was offer to kill a monster, so I think we've kind of got our reputations preceding yeah. us. Woo! We're cool. Is well, that the word you use for it? 
Glad to hear that nothing has been taken from here for you, but you've been, I, well, I'd like to say you've been a bit help, Nojo, but <laughs> you've been some help, thank you. Well, um, thank you also, I think. Uh, Goodbye. I'll, I'll let you know if I see anything strange. <laughs> Malachi just doesn't love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you guys uh, depart from Nurgil's villa. Um, where are you? You guys are sort of standing outside. It's mid-morning. Um, people are kind of milling around, going about their business like they were on previous days. What do you, what do you two think? Should we look for Nell? Should we go to the administrative building? I don't know what's more pressing. Yeah, I think we should go to the administrative building. I think we should go get muffins. Okay. Oh, yeah, breakfast mm. is a factor. So well, I'll someone just... can go get breakfast for the rest of us, and then some Some of us can go to the administrative building, right? We're independent men here. That's fair. I'll go get muffins. I like blueberry. Can you get me muffins? Yeah, what kind of muffin you want? Uh, chocolate chip. All right. Reagan goes and gets, like... Just picks up the entire basket of muffins and just takes <laughs> them all and, like, a full pot of coffee also. Okay. Um, and are you guys basically planning to, like, set up outside the administrative building? I planned on going in. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I thought we were just going to, like, walk in and see if everything looked yeah. all right. Okay. I, I mean, I kind of wanted to lay eyes on the orb itself, although I don't know if they'll let us do that. Got it. Um, so the two of you while Reagan's grabbing muffins, um, Malachi and Finn, you guys walk in. Um, Eleonora, the secretary, is sitting behind the desk. Um, she looks up as you guys come in and she says, Ah, um, Eliaster mentioned that you might be around. Um, let me know if there's anything you need. Um, um, so are you just like working at this desk 24-7? Um, you get days off? Well, not overnight, but you know, during the day. Is someone here overnight? Uh, no. Huh. Do we just close everything down and lock it up? Oh, okay. Um, he sent us to keep an eye on the hub. Ah, it's back in his office, so that's kind of through. Just, I would just stay out here and keep an eye on things. I'm, I'm, I don't, this feels silly to me. I don't see why there'd be anything going on, but. You haven't seen anything? I haven't seen anything strange at all. Is she being honest? I'll make an insight check. Uh, eight. Eight? You can't really tell. It seems, you can't think of any reason she'd have to lie, so she doesn't strike you as someone who's lying. Okay. Fair enough. So what, we just sit out here in the waiting room? Well, I mean, you're welcome to. I don't know what else you'd do. <sighs> I, well, not this, but, um, is Reagan back with the muffins? Yeah, you guys kind of hang around awkwardly for a couple minutes. And then Reagan returns with a full basket of muffins and, like, a pot of coffee. Okay, I grab three and I put them in my mouth. <laughs> Sequentially or horizontally? <laughs> Two at once, and I slowly pick at the third. Yeah. I just, I eat one. I whisper to Reagan. Well, not whisper, but, like, I'm not talking full volume. They're not going to even let us into the room here. I don't really know what we should be doing about this. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but it feels sort of... We don't need all three of us to sit in a room all day and watch a door. Yeah. You know? Well, I'll tell you what, I don't tend to do freelance work unless I'm getting paid for it, so either if we get any action, I better be seeing gold or else I'm not going to keep this up. But I suppose we can go find Nell and just pin him down for a second and get some information out of them. It's better than sitting around here. 
Should we leave one of us here? That feels... Things are not tending to go our way when we're splitting up here, but... Also, yeah. last time we all left together, our villa got ransacked. Well, we locked up, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're already all out of the villa, so that ship sort of sailed. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm talking about the orb here, Finn. Oh. But Eleonora's here. Hey, Eleonora, what level are you? Uh, what level? What? I'm a, I've been a secretary for 20 years. <laughs> oh, oh, so she's probably pretty high up. <laughs> we'll leave it with Eleonora. She could probably pull, like, some pretty intense clerical, well, not that kind of clerical, administrative <laughs> magic. <laughs> clerical. <laughs> Cleric administrative domain. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, everything seems to be fine here. Eleonora, if you need help. Yeah, I mean, it's broad daylight. Nobody's going to try anything. I think I say we go fine now. Aye. Okay. Uh, so you guys... I slam the basket of muffins <laughs> down on Eleonora's desk and leave them there. She says, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And you guys head out. Um, can I ask Malachi, um, and everyone, but specifically Malachi, a uh, jar of dirt still locked in the safe at the foot of your bed? I think, um... We locked our doors and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I would say that I took my rock out, but my jar of dirt and the cube are probably still in the safe. Got it. Finn is carrying a muffin in his mage hand as they walk, saving it for later. Nice. <laughs> Do we know where Nell lives? You probably, people are generally pretty like, yeah, I'm from, I'm staying in Villa 5 uh, around here. So I would say that that's reasonable that you would have heard that they're staying in uh, Villa 12. Okay. Can we just head straight that way then? Yeah. Um, you guys head to Villa 12. Um, it is, the door is closed. Are all the villas in the same place? Um, they're like all near each other, but they're a little okay. bit, some are a little more spread out. I just sort of keep an eye out at the other villas to see if anyone's like looking at us or if anyone's like looking towards our villa or looking towards Nurgle's villa. Got it. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Damn. Uh, six. <laughs> six? Yeah, you don't see anything consequential. Um, okay. Just people look the same as they did yesterday. Okay. Um, you find Villa 12. The door's closed. The lights are off. You don't hear any movement coming from inside. I knock on the door. <laughs> There's no answer. I try the handle. Uh, the uh, villa is locked. Okay. Can we go to the side and peer in the window? Yeah, go ahead. You go to the side, you peer in a window. I won't make you do a perception check. It looks pretty normal in there. There's another one of those kind of small, like, one-person villas, like the one that Nurgle's staying in. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a few things, um, suitcase, stuff like that. I will say you note that it looks surprisingly empty. Uh, Nell doesn't seem to have a lot of luggage with them. There's, like, a couple things in there, but really not many. Okay. Did did they tell us before whether or not they'd been here for a while or not? They it didn't really come up. Okay. I think we kind of like assumed that they had been because they seemed well established. Yeah. In the position of captain of beach volleyball, and uh, our friends knew of them. Yeah, they seemed like a regular. Well, Malachi is starting to get a little suspicious of our friends as well because they introduced us to Nell. Nell's sus. Um. Nicola lost her hat in a sus way when they were walking out by the wall, which is where these things are. Hmm. Um, do we know where our friends are staying? Uh, yeah, you know that they're in Villa um, 21. Can we go check out their villa as well? Uh-huh. 
Before we do that, I want to I want to take note of what it looks like Nell's stuff is like. Like, does it look like they have like does it look like they're wealthy or does it look like they're more like us? Like what the stuff that I can see, is it more like fancy stuff or is it more like a this person could have hastily traveled here under suspicious circumstances stuff? Uh closer to the latter. Um it's hmm. more um it's it's well made. It doesn't look like kind of but it's basically you see what looks like a traveler's pack. So kind of like they've got like a rolled up bedroll and like stuff like that. Um mm. not Right, stuff not that stuff that normal, normal yeah, people are, are carrying Bougie around. resort people. Interesting. You guys head over to Villa 21. You sort of knock on the door. Um, I'll tell you, they don't seem to be home. But as you, do you peek through the window? I, I, yeah, if the door is locked. They have plenty of things. There's like okay. kind of very fancy looking. Looks like they're some of those people who bring like five suitcases. Um, there's just like lots of, of stuff and it all looks very kind of fancy and elven and high class. Did they unpack their suitcases and like put their clothes in the drawer yes. in the cabinets that the. Oh my God. <laughs> Classic. I don't even do that in my own house. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, if if they're not in there, I think we should just look around for one of these people that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I also think that we should perhaps go back to the administrative building and check the logs and see mm. if Nell has stayed here before. Like, see if we can find any traces of a person because somehow I suspect they may be using a fake name. Mm. So I also want to do Sounds that. Sounds good. Also, I'm worried about Lee. Oh, I'm also worried about Lee. That's, that splash was super sus. Yeah, she's a druid. She, I was she explicitly so glad that you said that up. before that she's not good at combat. <laughs> she did say that. She almost got killed by the ooze. But she's a magic user. Well, are you two bringing these things up in character? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. So what should we do then? Well, let's kind of scan the area for Nikala and her, what's her name? Ashila. Uh, as we mm, wind our way back to the admin building, dig through some records, yeah. and then if that's nothing, we can, and then we can look for Lee after. Okay. As we're walking over there, I ask if we locked the door. Did we lock the door last night when we left? I d- no. Oh, when we were walking into the woods? Yeah. I don't know. No. Okay. Just making sure. I doubt it. <laughs> we did lock it today, though, right? Aye. Yeah. Okay. So, can we just root through those records real fast? Uh-huh. Um, well, so you guys are going You guys are going to the administrative building first, or are you looking for Ashila and Nikala? We're going to kind of, like, make our okay. way to the administrative say, building, yeah, keeping an room. eye out. Going yeah. from the villas to the administrative building, um, you would spot, um, even just with your passive perceptions, uh, they're at the beach. They're down on the beach. Uh, looks like laying out on some towels, kind of sunbathing. Okay. I feel like it's safe to say they'll be there when we get out of the administrative building. So, <laughs> let's just go look at the records first. You guys head over and look at the records. Um, Leonora will... She's she's gives you a little bit of trouble about looking through the records, but when you kind of push it and say that Eliester like told you to keep an eye out for things like this, um, she acquiesces. Um, uh-huh. And go ahead and make me like an investigation check, just for all three of you can make one. Yeah, crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen. 
Six. Six? Okay. Um, so, Reagan, you just... Reagan suddenly forgets how to <laughs> yeah, read. You cannot read her <laughs> handwriting. None of this. Reagan realizes... Reagan remembers that he's illiterate. Sin, <laughs> <laughs> um, you also, as it's been established, she is difficult to read handwriting, and you're having trouble sort of finding some things. Um, but all of you kind uh. of notice that it looks like Nell checked in um, about two days before you guys did. Mm-hmm. And that they, Malachi, you find kind of a couple other spots in the past um, where mm-hmm. there's the name Nell is entered in, but it looks like it not super frequently, like they've maybe stayed there once or twice before. Um, Do the, the trips before, are they all of similar lengths? Yeah, it looks like usually they come. Um, one kind of interesting thing you notice is that usually they're entered along with family members, um, that usually they're there as part of a, a family unit, and that it looks like this time they're here by themselves. Ooh. Okay, so I'm thinking that either this isn't actually Nell, or I don't know what else is the possibility here, or that Nell's oh, going rogue. But <laughs> Maybe Nell fell out of touch with their family. I ask Eleonora if she, like, knows Nell. Um, she thinks about it. Let's see. Let's see what she remembers. She says, there's a lot of guests for me to keep track of. I can't necessarily know each and every one. Um, I remember when they checked in a few days ago, but I don't, I, I don't remember them from previous stays. I mean, it, it says here they came with a big family group. You don't remember? Yeah, I well, I remember the family, and I think, I mean, I think I remember seeing them with that family, but I couldn't be 100% sure. Hmm. Thank you. What about uh, Ashila and um, Nicola? Do they come here? They seem like they come oh, here they regularly come here. enough, They right? come here all the time, yes. I know, I know them quite well. Oh, okay. Have they been acting odd at all lately, or the usual? Um, well, I don't know. I'm mostly here. Uh, behind my desk, but I've seen, from what I've seen, they've been acting about the same as they usually do. Can I check those records and see if any of Nell's past trips align with uh, Ashila and Nicola's? Yeah. It looks like they might have overlapped once before, but there isn't any sort of pattern to it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, well, that makes about as much sense as anything can be expected to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think we should just go talk to them, honestly. I'm not really getting much out of these records. Agree. Let's go to the beach. Beach. Let's go to the beach. Beach. Um, you guys head to the beach. Um, Ashila and Nicola are kind of laying out on towels, sunbathing. Um, they sort of look up as you guys come up and give you a cheerful wave. And they're like, oh, good morning. We're so glad uh, to see you guys again. I heard it was quite a party that you all had last night after the beach volleyball tournament. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, what about you ladies? Did you just go home? Oh, yeah, we're not one for huge, we're not, we're not much for huge parties, but we... Does Nicola seem normal? Uh-huh. Does Nicola seem normal? Go ahead and roll an insight check. Uh, six. Six? Uh, she seems normal. Okay. Mm. Nice emphasis on the word seems. <laughs> um, uh, Ashila's like, yeah, we, we, we're not huge for, for big parties like that. We just went home, went to bed. But we hear it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, sure was. Not as much fun as a beach volleyball tournament, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you Is there going to be another great. one? What was that? Is there going to be another one today? Oh, another beach. I know people play scrimmages and stuff like that, but we haven't seen anyone out yet today. Oh, nobody? No. Not 
not even Nell? Uh, they sort of look at each other, and Ashila's like, No, I haven't seen Nell at all today, actually. Oh, don't they normally come out and do the normal, like, activities with everyone else? They usually, yeah, usually they're around, I guess. Interesting. Well, that's odd. I hope they're back in time for the tournament. I give Reagan and Finn a look. What tournament? Volleyball, Finn. But didn't we just establish there was no tournament? It's just scrimmages? Well, there isn't one today. There'll be another one in a couple days, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> For the scrimmages, then. <laughs> I'm retconning. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is killing me. I feel like we're, like, I feel dancing so on stupid. the yeah. hard. edge okay. of... Hannah, you, you do know you have a party of idiots, right? <laughs> Like, we're either completely barking up the wrong tree, yeah. or we're, like, very ineffectually piddling on yeah. the right tree. Okay, I walk down to the edge of the water, mm-hmm. yeah. and I call, and I send out a message to the fish, and I'm just like, hey, you guys see, like, a druid go down into the water a little bit ago? How's she doing? You hear some kind of fish answer back, and they're like, oh, yeah, lady jumped in the water, turned into a fish, swam down, and is swimming back. Oh, all right. And after you're out there for a little bit, Finn, you hear, I don't know if this is how this would work, but I'm going to rule that it is. Um, You hear a voice, you hear Lee's voice in your head, like, oh, Finn? Oh, Lee? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) what? Wait, 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 what is going on? I'm a fish right now. Yeah, well, I was just talking to the fish, trying to check in on how you were doing. You have a telepathic link with a fish? Did I know this? Well, I said earlier that if you wanted someone to talk to fish, I could, and oh, you just I sort of laughed. Oh, I you were kidding. No. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. People always think I'm kidding about that, but I'm not. Oh, well, anyway, bad news. The orb that was under the water definitely got destroyed. Oh. <laughs> so, that's not great. I'm swimming back to tell Eliester that right now, but fish don't go very fast. We're kind of little. <laughs> <laughs> We can't hear any of this, so so Reagan and I are just sitting there, like, twiddling our thumbs. Finn is very expressed. Like, Finn has a lot of facial expressions when he's doing these telepathic conversations. <laughs> so, like, you can see that something's going on. What, um, well, Finn, what? Tell me. What is he? So Finn's like, oh, should I, should I ask the fish if they saw anything last night? Oh, that would be great, actually. Um, I, I do. Okay. I'm like, hey, you guys see anything last night anything out of the ordinary um this one kind of sea turtle with like a sort of bassy voice is like out of the ordinary ho (laughs) (laughs) was there anyone in the water late last night like a person that you wouldn't expect to be there yeah who wasn't a fish oh well (laughs) there was a a person who swam down and was messing around with the glowy thing under the water. Oh, could you describe them? Yeah, they were one of those blue people with fins. And it was oh. it was a woman, and she had short hair, and she, you know, she attacked the thing with a sword and broke it. Okay. Uh, th- thank you. Thank you, Sir Fish. You've been very helpful. I'm a sea turtle. <laughs> oh. What? I thought you said it was like... Oh, right, right. She did I... say it was a sea, tu- oh, a sea turtle. I was confused. Uh, thank you, Mr. Turtle. No You've been very problem. helpful. Sea turtle. Um, I love him. Very shelfless of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I relay, I relay all that to Lee. Lee's like, oh, 
A Triton with short hair. Okay, um, someone broke it with a sword. Yeah, we definitely have a problem on our hands here. Um, I, I'm going to tell all that to Eliester as soon as I get back. And she continues swimming towards shore. Nell is a human, right? Yeah. But Eleonora... Yeah, I was going to ask, does Eleonora have short hair? Eleonora does not. Eleonora has long hair. Okay. Have we seen any other tritons that could match that description? Um, make a... <sighs> I will let you choose whether to roll history or, like, perception going backward, basically, over the time you've been here. That's going to be perception. Nat 20! Ooh, brilliant. Um, Finn, you for sure have. You remember that there was a Triton woman with short hair um, who was on the... Actually, she was on the volleyball team that you guys... Uh, the one that you didn't get to play. The one that was, like, the team made up of other people mm. that played the elves in the first round. Um, mm. There was a woman fitting that exact description, and she's the only one that you've seen who kind of is a Triton with short hair that was here. Looked like she was a guest. Does Finn relay this information to us? Uh, yeah, I run, I run back over to them and just tell them the whole, give them the whole skinny, and then I'm like, we should try to find that Triton. So we need to shut down beach volleyball. Oh, shit. It's all in the beach volleyball. We gotta shut it down. <laughs> it goes all the way to the bottom. Maybe if we beat her in beach volleyball, she'll be honor-bound to reveal her plan. <laughs> That's the code of the volleyball. Okay, um... <laughs> you guys see as you're kind of at this beach, um, you see Lee basically just like stands up out of the shallow end of the ocean um, where there was previously nothing. And then she just stands up and is there and is kind of like, does she look beautiful? She's, she does. And she's like squeezing the salt water out of her hair. Finn takes a moment just to be jealous of her fish transformation capabilities. <laughs> um, and then she looks like she's kind of hurrying back, um, like down the beach. I say... I think it's imperative then that we make sure these other sites are not tampered with. Yeah. Look, Lee, I, I understand that we aren't part of the staff here. Yet. Yet. But seeing as you have something of a major problem on your hands and we are willing to help, would you be willing to show us where those might be? Lee sort of pauses and thinks about it and she's like, yeah, okay, um, there's only one other one, um, and it's out, um, by the, the wall, kind of near to where, um, basically the mirror image of the one that got smashed last night, um, let's, Eliester was gonna go check on that one and make sure it's okay, but let's go out there now. Have you, have you heard back from him? No, we were gonna, we were both gonna check our sites and then meet up, um, but let's, oh. let's go over there and check it out. And she starts to lead you guys kind of out into the rainforest, um, Roll something real quick. Um, so you guys sort of uh, are heading out toward where the orb is, and you, uh, uh, kind of along the way, you run into Eliester, and he's like, "Oh, uh, what's Lee? What? You're back." And Lee said, "That's me. I was pausing, waiting for Lee to talk." <laughs> um, <laughs> and Lee says. Um, yeah, the so the one under the water is smashed. Um, how about the one out by this fence? And Eliester says, oh, that's not good. Uh, fortunately, this one seems to still be okay. Um, and it's at this point that you guys hear, you, you hear a sort of cracking sound, basically, from behind you as 
and there's kind of like a cracking sound and then there's like a crash, like something crashing through the underbrush. Uh-oh. Um, Is that bad? Well, it's not good. There's no way that's good. Just says, I don't know what that is. Um, and Lee kind of starts to take off in the direction of the sound. I run after her. Yeah. You guys, you guys run up to yeah, see four figures in blue robes um, surrounding <sighs> a kind of small clearing, basically by the fence. Um, it looks like someone... Uh, Someone is just kind of still standing up. It looks like they tried to go over the fence and fell. But everyone else, it looks like, is is uh, kind of crowding around this uh, maybe like honestly volleyball, like beach volleyball size uh, orb. Um, that is. Uh, <laughs> I know what we have to do. <laughs> that they've just sort of brushed the leaves apart from, and you see it's one of them is holding a sword up to bring down on the orb as you guys are running up. Um, everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Oh boy. Wait, so yeah. it's just the four figures, right? It's four figures in robes, yeah. In robes, okay. Mm. 13. 14. Reagan also has a 13. Okay. Um, Malachi, what's your dex bonus? Uh, negative one. <laughs> negative one. Awesome. Uh, the first ones to act are actually, um, so as you guys are kind of running up, you see these guys are dressed the same as the ones that you noticed on the beach. Um, blue robes, masks, and one of them you see is holding that uh, rod that you noticed before, the kind of uh, staff that he had with him. And it's actually the three kind of ones without the rod are going to act first. Um, so two of them are going to rush up as you guys are rushing up, kind of Lee and Malachi sort of ended up taking point. So one of them is going to rush at Lee, one of them is going to rush at Malachi, and then the other one is going to take an attack on the orb. So uh, first, this one's coming at Lee, and they, they pull out these like scimitars from under their robes as they're sort of rushing at you there. Um, that is only a well, nine, gratuitous. so that does not hit her. Um, she kind of dodges out of the way. Um, this one coming at you, Malachi. That is only a 12 to hit. So that does not does hit. Does not hit. Um, and then the one who's swinging down at the orb hits the orb. Um, let's see, because it doesn't have great armor class. The it's orb can't orb. dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how much damage he does. That is... We need to buff the orb. Okay. Um, he does three damage to the orb um, as he stabs down on it, um, and you see a sort of crack form. Uh, the second one to act is actually going to be the leader. Um, he rolled higher. These guys rolled good on their initiative. Hate that guy. Could never be us. <laughs> uh, he looks out at you guys and he goes, Ah, we meet again, my friends from the beach. Should have killed you when I had the chance. No, you shouldn't have. Disagree. <laughs> and he's, uh, however, instead of attacking you guys, he is going to go ahead and attack the orb to kind of try and knock it out before. <sighs> so you can do that first. Um, he gets two attacks. He's going to take both of them on the orb. Oh, of course he does. One of them actually misses, um, but one of them hits, and he does... Okay, he does six damage to the orb. Um, the orb is not looking, the orb looks like it is It is like one more good hit would shatter it. However, that is going to be Lee's turn. 
turn. Um, Lee is going to reach out and she's going to cast Entangle. I forgot how much I hate having NPCs who are spellcasters. Um, she is going to cast Entangle. So she reaches out her hand and all of the plants around the, um, basically she, the, the area she's going to target is going to be, it's going to get the two who are standing by the orb and it'll get the one that rushed up in front of her. And she, all the plants around it kind of start winding around them and uh, wrapping them up in these vines and these kind of thorny things. Um, so all three of them need to make a strength saving throw. Badass. Yeah. Y'all ever seen Sky High? <laughs> <laughs> um, so one, the one who's closer to the orb, the kind of ordinary guy who's closer to the orb, makes his save. But oh no, he does not have good strength. Um, so, but the other two, <laughs> uh, the leader and the one who was attacking Lee, are both restrained by the plants as the plants kind of wrap around them and they are stuck, wrapped up in these plants. Which means that any of you who attack them will get advantage on attacks against them. Word. Awesome. Malachi, your turn. So I have a question about the orb. Does it, I mean, like, this is meta, but like, does it have like an AC? Is it something I could like cast some sort of thing on to boost the AC or no? It does have an AC and I would let you cast something on it to boost the AC. Okay. I think perhaps since most of those guys are tangled up right now, I'm going to try that. Okay. Um, and I think I'm going to try and cast Shield of Faith on that. And that's a bonus action, so I'm going to do that. Can I do that before my real action? Yeah, you can do your bonus action at any point in your turn that you want to. Awesome, awesome. So I'm going to do that now. Cool. And that's going to be a plus two to its AC, Mm -hmm. so not a ton, but, like, just in case. Awesome. No, that's good. Yeah, so Malachi, you kind of... uh, feel the rock in your pocket starting to get hot and you reach out your hand and this shimmering field of light kind of appears around the orb. Word. Okay. And I guess I will... They they did attack us, right? Or they tried to. Yes, they did. I don't think anyone hit, but they were definitely coming okay. at you with scimitars. So there are four of them and three or two are tied up? Two of them are tied up. The leader and one of the underlings. Okay, and the other one, there's one attacking the orb still, there's or no? There's one, the one that's still going after the orb is not entangled, um, and the one that is okay. in melee with you, that rushed at you with the scimitar, is not entangled. Okay, so I guess I'll just, if I go for the leader, can I get past this guy, or He'll no? get an opportunity attack on you. He will? Yeah. Okay. I'll go for the leader anyways, I suppose. Okay. Just because. Might as well get him while he's tangled yeah, up so you, at least try. you ignore the guy who's with you um, and you sprint toward the leader. I will say you can you can reach him with your movement, especially because okay. he sort of stepped forward a little bit in front of the orb. I am going to make an opportunity attack coming from this guy. Yep, that's fair. He, I believe, will not hit. That is a, um, yeah, that's only an 11. So you, he kind of oh. swings around he and tries misses. to swipe down on you and just clangs against your armor. Go ahead and make an attack with advantage on the leader. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that was a now one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> So, yeah, so that's gonna be an eight. An eight? An eight does not hit. 
I rolled a two on my second roll, believe it or not. <laughs> so this dice is going in jail. <laughs> Great. He's he's tangled up, but he's thrashing around, and you still you can't get a good hit, solid hit, and you're just tang. It looks like he's wearing. Feels like he's wearing. You you were expecting just robes, and instead you hit leather armor. Okay. Cool. Damn it. So that's your turn. But you did cast Shield of Faith and boost that AC. Um, Reagan. Yeah. Uh, well, Reagan and Finn, you guys are both on the same initiative, so I'll let you choose which one of you you want to go first. Uh, are you armed? I have a spear. You do and also have a spear. I can cast okay. magic spells. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you can go first. All right. All right. So first, so there's four of these guys. Three on this side of the fence and one on the other side of the no, fence, No, they're, right? they're all on this side of the fence. Someone just poorly, like, fell down the fence, but they all made it to this side of the fence. <laughs> and how many of them are restrained by the vines? Two of them. The leader and one other guy. All right. I'm going to Eldritch Blast one of the non-restrained ones. Okay. Do you want to Eldritch Blast the one that was fighting Malachi and is now kind of looking toward you guys, or the one that is right by the orb? One by the orb. Okay, go ahead. Um, make a attack. Uh, 22. Uh, that hits. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that is 14 damage. 14? Yep. How did you do 14 damage with an Eldritch Blast? I rolled a 10 on my D10 and then Agonizing oh, Blast. Oh, Agonizing Blast. I always forget about Agonizing Blast. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, he does not have that many hit points, so 14 will do it. Um, he's standing there like about to take another swing down on the orb and hopefully finish it off, and you just blast him uh, kind of right <laughs> in the center of the chest, and he is out. Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> All right. And then Finn's not done. Go then, on. finally... <laughs> Finn is going to look at the other three and say, I'm going to edit in something like a badass one-liner here later. <laughs> when I'm doing post no, you better no, you not. <laughs> and he... It's now or never. ...does a cool magic gesture, and a huge spectral tentacle erupts from the ground right next to the orb. Ah. Uh, using Grasp of the Deep, which is a bonus action... Awesome. Um, it is a 10-foot-long tentacle, uh, and it is just going to swing at the other... Who's the closest to the orb now? Is it the restrained the guys? Leader, the leader, the restrained guy, yeah. Um, it's going to swing at one of them. The leader, at the leader. Cool. Go for it. I believe if it's a melee attack, it gets advantage. It is a melee attack. Malachi's scared of the tentacle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a 10. A uh, 10 to hit? Yeah. Does not hit. Yeah, once again, he... Oh, wait, no, 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 no. 16, 16. 16? I forgot my bonus. 16 hits. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> All right. Two. Two. <laughs> and it's my choice between cold or lightning damage, and I'm going to go cold. Okay, cool. And its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn. That would be more relevant if it wasn't already tangled in tentacles, yeah. but that are in vines. But that is good to know. Um, tangled in tangled tentacles. Tangled in tentacles is a bad magic <laughs> thing. <in this> book. <laughs> <laughs> and now the tentacle is just like sitting there waving menacingly. Great. They all look distinctly disturbed by this. Um, and Lee kind of looks over her shoulder at you with a kind of a surprised, like surprised uh, but impressed look. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? Cool. <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty cool. Um, uh, Reagan, that'll be your turn. Uh, I'm going to draw my daggers and charge the remaining unrestrained guy and just try and stab the shit out of awesome. him. Awesome. Um, go ahead and make an attack. 
so that's a 15. 15 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Cool. So that's a, eh, it's only a five. Okay. Um, and go ahead and make your offhand attack, unless you want to use your bonus action for something else. No. Okay. I'll go at him again. Go ahead. Ooh, that is only a 10. Um, 10 does not hit. You kind of scrape against his leather armor, um, and he sort of growls at you from under this this mask that he's wearing. Gross. Great. Uh, it is Eliester's turn. He does not have any weapons. So he's just going to... He's <laughs> in here, but he's, uh, you know, he's he's not a fighting kind of guy. Um, so he's actually just kind of going to back up and sort of stay out of the fray. Um, actually, you know what he'll do? He'll say, um, I'm going to go get help. Uh, and he's gonna he's gonna book it back toward uh, the oh, main yes. the main area there, and he's uh, he's out of here. Um, would you would you say that 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 help is wanted? Yeah, who who's gonna help us, <laughs> Ellie and Nora? No, I just meant like help wanted, like he's hired. He's he's going. Um, cool. <laughs> gone, gone, gone. <laughs> um, it is the cultists turn. Um, they are going to, so the one who is uh, in front of Lee is restrained. Um, so he is going to, let me just double check uh, the conditions of restrained. He is going to try to break out of being restrained. Um, so he is going to roll. Okay, he breaks out. Um, he kind of manages to to break all the the um, vines around him, but that's his only turn. And then the one who's now in melee with you, Reagan, is going to go ahead and make a melee attack with his scimitar. And that is a natural one. Um, so uh-huh. he, he uh, you kind of deftly dodge out of the way as he comes at you with this uh, scimitar and fully misses and looks like a fool. <laughs> Finn laughs. <laughs> uh, the leader's turn. You're in melee with him, right, Malachi? With the leader? Yeah. Yeah. Did you attempt to, like, put yourself between him and the orb? Or are you kind of, like, bearing down on him from above? Uh, I'm not quite sure where we are in relation to each other, period, right now. Uh Uh-huh. I just went straight for him. I don't know if that puts me between him and the orb or not, basically. Okay. I'm I'm gonna roll a luck check for him, basically, to see if he can get you and the orb in the same spell, which is what he's trying to do. Now we know what he's trying to do, guys. Okay, um, he can't, you're standing kind of like on the other side of the orb, so he can't get both of you in the same thing, but he really wants to burn this orb. So what he's actually going to do, he's going to do something else. Um, he lifts up his hand, and he is going to go ahead and cast, uh, spiritual weapon. So he lifts up his hand, and this kind of spectral, um, it's basically this spectral thunderbolt. It's just like this this ball. It almost looks like ball lightning. It's just like this ball Ooh. of uh, electricity. But as you see it emerge, you kind of recognize that it's not real electricity. It's just this kind of spectral energy. But he is going to use his action to summon that. And then he's going to go ahead and bring it... Oh, when you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature. Great. He creates it right next to the orb, and he's going to make an attack on the orb. Mm. That's going to hit. That's a natural 14, plus he gets a bonus with his spiritual weapon. Um, So he hits the orb, and let's see. Probably this is going to do it. 
Wow. Okay. Max damage. Yeah. So he, uh, the the sun, the ball lightning comes down and just smashes the orb into splinters. These kind of shards of glass go everywhere um, as the whole thing is sort of shattered. And then he's going to go ahead and use his bonus action to whip the ball of lightning toward Malachi, and he's going to make a second attack with it. Fun. That's going to hit. That's a natural 18 plus a bonus. Um, And Malachi, you take take seven points of damage as this uh, lightning. Seven points of radiant damage. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Force damage. Um, Force damage? Not that it matters, but force damage (laughs) for the sake of it. Okay. If it was lightning damage, Malachi was going to (laughs) go... <laughs> yeah, it's not lightning damage. Okay. Um, awesome. But he, he is still restrained. He opted not to break out, so he is still wrapped up in these in these vines okay. here. So that was the lightning that did that to me? Yes, it was the, the ball okay. of lightning, yeah. Okay. Um, this is going to be Lee's turn, and she is going to go ahead and she's going to cast Shillelagh on her Daff as a bonus action. She's got this kind of... I love Shillelagh. <laughs> she's got a staff with her that she mostly, you've seen her use as kind of like, you didn't even realize that it was a weapon because it just looked like an accessory. But she's going to go ahead and cast Shillelagh on it and she's going to whack the cultist who's right in front of her. Mm. And that is a natural 20 from Lee on Ooh. that attack. Um, so, awesome. She's definitely going to hit. Um, and she does, okay, not quite enough to kill it, but it is looking pretty much on death's door there. This is the, which one? The one she's got tied up? No, the one, it, the one she did have tied up, but it used its action to break out. Oh, so it is okay. no longer Oh, I forgot it broke out. So. Yeah, it's now yeah, just right in front of her. Okay, Malachi, that's you. So just the leader's tied up now, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, I guess I'll try going for him again. Okay, awesome. You just get advantage on the attack. All right. Hmm. What the fuck? Uh, that's gonna be ten. Ten. Ten does not nope. hit. Eleven. Eleven. I doubt that mm, hits Eleven still does Jesus not hit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, switch dice. Um, as, I, I did. <laughs> I switched dice. Um, he he gives you this kind of curling smile, and he goes like, "Oh, come on! I thought." You were some big shot shot uh, man I, with a can sword. I, can I tack a uh, can I tack a raffle smite onto the end of that? <laughs> you not if it doesn't hit. <laughs> oh, I can't. You're right. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, do you have time. anything to do with your bonus action? I don't know. Do I? I don't think I do. Honestly. I, uh, let me see. No. Okay. Not unless I pulled out another weapon, but the one I'm using right now is two-handed, so that doesn't seem smart. Got it. Okay, Reagan and Finn, that is you guys' turn. All right. Uh, Reagan's actually not going to do anything, because this is all happening on top of it, like, on top of each other, right? Yes. So, the second that the guy casts the ball lightning, Reagan just kind of stops and just kind of hits the deck and, like, tucks and rolls, and he's just, like crouched down behind somewhere like not looking but not seeing as they would say (laughs) okay um so mechanically what you're doing is you're taking the disengage action to kind of get you away from the guy who's engaged with you and you yeah you reagan tucks and rolls and is now kind of crouched in the underbrush basically behind you finn um finn it is your turn hey hey reagan what's up (laughs) okay <laughs> um. All right. So Finn locks eyes with the leader, and he does a cool, a 
cool thing where he like pulls back his arm and the tentacle rears up like in tandem uh-huh. with it and he shouts at the leader what's your deal <laughs> what is my deal like what like what are you doing uh-huh. what, do you, what do you want i'm doing the most important work there is to do you know that's not the kind of answer i was looking for <laughs> he just laughs i hit him with a tentacle <laughs> okay go ahead and make, make an attack roll with advantage 22 uh hits go ahead and roll your damage your tentacle damage Five cold damage. Five cold damage. Awesome. Does this guy have a goatee? And then I'm going to Eldritch Blast him. He does sound like he has a goatee. Seems like he should have a goatee. I believe I specifically said he was clean shaven, but he does sound like he should have a goatee. <laughs> oh, that's a nine. For the... Oh, wait, I get advantage though, right? Yeah, uh, he's restrained. Yep. Aha, that's a 25. Yeah, that definitely hits. God. <laughs> Let's do some Eldritch damage here, people. Oh, yes, that's 13 damage. 13 damage, my God. Eldritch Blast is so good. Yeah, (laughs) Warlocks, man. Okay, he is honestly not looking great. Um, He's pretty, pretty messed up there. Uh, Great, that's you guys' turns. The cultist who is in front of Lee is going to go ahead and take an attack on her. That is, that misses her. That's a natural three. The one that was fighting Reagan is going to back up and is basically going to grab the leader and start kind of pulling vines off him, um, effectively uh, giving him the help action. Um, And then the leader is going to go ahead and he's going to try to use his, he's going to use his action to break out. Son of a bitch. That is a, hold on, he doesn't have great strength. Oh, he just breaks out. Um, he just manages to get out of the vines. And hey, it looked like that was pretty hard for you to do. <laughs> You're weak, aren't you? He's not paying any attention to you. Um, but he uh, is going to... I make my muscles at him. <laughs> he's... Finn, do you happen to know, does your tentacle get opportunity attacks? I guess he wouldn't know that. Um, it doesn't say in the description. Okay, he's then, he's going to stay put. He's not going to make a run for it. Him and this other cultist are both kind of going to stand there um, and stay put. Lee is going to, she's going to burn another slot and try to entangle them again. So they're both going to go ahead and make saves. Basically, she's ignoring the one that's right in her face, even though it looks pretty hurt, but she's going to go ahead and try to entangle instead. Okay, the leader saves, the other guy does not save. Um, So the other guy is now wrapped up in these vines again, but the leader is still, has his full movement. Uh, Malachi, that's your turn. Oh, fuck. (laughs) So you you have right next to you one of these guys who's restrained. You have the leader who is not wrapped up in the vines, is still kind of free, but is still right there next to you. And then Lee has this other cultist kind of in her face who looks very bloodied and hurt. Well, I guess it all depends on whether I can actually fucking hit, doesn't it? The guy that's tied up, has he been hit at all yet? Yeah, he's been hit. Uh, Reagan hit him, so he's okay. not looking great. And so the leader isn't moving, he's just out of the vines, right? Correct. Okay. He's still kind of in with you. I guess I'll let Finn handle him since he's doing well, and I'll go for the guy in the vines, I guess. <laughs> okay, awesome. Go ahead and roll with advantage. Appreciate your confidence. Okay. So that's going to be 16. 16 hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Finally. Okay. 
That's going to be six damage. Six damage? Six damage will do it. He had less than six hit points left. Okay. Um, you slice into him while he's here in these vines. You plunge your axe, uh, bury your axe in his chest. Perfect. Um, and he is gone. Awesome. Reagan. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, he should have attacked with his lightning on his turn and he forgot. Oh, That's well. his problem. <laughs> he, was, he was busy escaping the vines. It's fine. Reagan is going to move towards the orb, but staying still on the outside of the battle. He's not going to engage with anybody. Okay. He's just going to scoot around to get like to where the orb is. Where it's broken, right? Yeah, the smashed remnants of the orb. Yeah. I just kind of hang out there. Okay. Cool. Uh, Finn, that is you. All right. I lift up my hand, like, crackling with Eldritch Blast energy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, at least tell us, like, your name or something. Uh, he laughs, and he says, you will know my name when the whole world knows my name. Name of your first pet? Rover. Are you from the Academy? That's enough! <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Taylor? I asked if he's from the Academy. What Academy? Never mind, then. <laughs> <laughs> I, Eld- I Eldritch Blast. Okay, go ahead and make your your Eldritch Blast attack. Just a straight roll, no advantage. Nat 20. Okay. God damn it. Jesus Christ. Eldritch Blast is good. Uh-huh. Roll your, so roll 2d10 and then add that Wait, plus 4. Wait, I do four. double damage? Okay, that's what a critical it's a, hit is. It's a crit hit. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Oh, well, that's How a 1 on the first it- one. Finn is Babby, and yet he's the best fighter. It's because right, he's got those damage. magic spells, baby. Did you add your um, ab- your agonizing blast? Your agonizing blast just once or twice? Once. Oh, once. Perfect. That's what you should do. 14 damage, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he had 13 hit points left. <gasps> yeah! Oh, yes! So you Finn. smoke him with this. This is for Rover. Eldritch Blast. Um, and he looks... Above all else, surprised um, as you sort of slam him back against the fence with your Eldritch Blast, and he is—he collapses to the ground at the foot of the fence. I would have hated to see Fucker. what you've become. Okay. Uh, Finn, do you have anything else you're doing with your turn? Um, There's still one guy up, right? Yes. Um, I swat him with the tentacle. I don't think he's within 10 feet of the tentacle. All right. Because he kind of run up to engage. Maybe we should interrogate that one. Then I use my bonus action to move the tentacle up to 30 feet and repeat the attack, which I can do. I'm going to shout to Finn. I say, don't kill him. All right. I make the tentacle appear like right behind him. Okay. down on him. Okay. I'm not trying to kill him. I want to incapacitate. Awesome. Go ahead and... Make your attack roll. Do I get advantage? Um, he's this one is not restrained. And that's a nine to hit. Nine does not hit. All right. Tentacle just blacks the ground next to him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, he looks extremely scared of the tentacle, and he kind of looks around and sees the situation that he's in, and he is going to dis. He's going to take the disengage action. It's his turn now. He's going to take the disengage action. He is going to. Sprint for the fence, but on the way, he is going to grab the rod that was in the leader's hand. Um, he's going to scoop that up, um, and he is going to attempt to start scaling the fence and go back over the fence. Question: If he's running straight past me, am I allowed to do anything? Because I was next to the leader. 
Well, no, he took the disengage action, and what that does is it prevents any opportunity attacks the whole run. He's basically using all his energy to focus on dodging. Um, And he actually, he's not going to jump the fence. He's going to grab the rod, and then he's going to start booking it toward the resort. He Uh only has 30 feet of movement, and he used his action to disengage. So he's still, if you guys want to chase him down, he's still within your area. Uh Um, It is Lee's turn. Lee doesn't have that many spell slots. She's going to cast... (laughs) Um, She's actually going to go ahead and cast Long Strider. Let me see what the range on that is. Yeah, she's going to cast Long Strider. It's a touch range, so she's going to kind of run up to Malachi, and uh-huh. she's going to touch you, Malachi, and cast Long Strider on you. And what that does is it increases your speed by 10 feet for the next hour. Okay. And that's her turn. Malachi, it's your turn. Um, How far away is this guy? He's, uh, you don't even need Long Strider. He's only, he would have made it. So he's probably about 15 feet away from you. Can I just like run after him and tackle him? Sure. Uh, go ahead and make, it'll be a, a grapple Grapple attack, basically, uh, which is is an opposed strength check. So your strength roll versus his strength roll. Okay. Okay. Well, for me, I I don't know why I used the dice that was in jail. (laughs) That's going to be eight. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no. um, He doesn't have great strength bonus, but he did roll better. He rolled a natural 16. Ah. So he manages to kind of wiggle out of your grasp uh, as you go for the tackle. That is uh, Reagan and Finn, you guys' turns. After you. I stand up. The spiritual lightning is gone. Walk over to the dead body of the leader. Uh Uh-huh. And cut his hands off. What? (laughs) Cool. Uh, That's what Reagan's doing this turn. (laughs) 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 Malachi's just like not doing well. He is not very dexterous. Finn. Um, Finn, Finn, like, looks around to try to make eye contact with someone to be like, what, like, what the fuck? Like, that was fucked up. Lee, Lee will make eye contact with you and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I just make, like, a, what? Um, I tried to make a facial expression. I forgot. This is an auditory medium. <laughs> um, so how far away is the guy? The guy is, he is 15 feet from the body of the leader. How far am I from the body of the leader? Probably about 20 feet from the body of the leader. But like in kind of a slight, he wouldn't have run right toward you. He's you're in a kind of slightly different direction. But you're, I'll say you're, you're probably like twenty feet from him, fifteen or twenty. All right. So I run. I guess I'll say I like run up to the fence and then Eldritch blast him. Oh, okay. Go ahead and make your attack. Are you going to kill or to knock him out? Incapacitate. Okay. Eldritch blast is force damage, so I think you can do that. Uh, fifteen to hit. Uh, 15 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Nice. 11 damage. 11 damage? Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. He had two hit points left. Um, so you do your 11 damage. This guy crumples um, and is knocked out kind of on the floor in front of you. You guys are out of initiative. You hear the, the sounds of battle kind of quiet. Um, Lee is like... The bell rings. Okay, that uh, that's not great. Um, they definitely smashed that orb. Um, is everybody all right? Malachi stands up from where he failed to grapple the other guy. He's like, nicely done, Finn. Thanks. I'm fine. <laughs> I'll live. Reagan. Reagan just kind of like grunts. 
it's at this point, as you guys are sort of standing around and kind of starting to catch your breath, that you begin to hear the sounds of a commotion coming from the direction of the resort. I look at my compatriots and I start running. <laughs> okay. So do you guys just leave this unconscious man? Uh, can I pick him up? Is Am I able to run with him? Um, I will say it's with long strider. You can do that and it won't slow you down. Otherwise it would slow you down. But since you've got long strider on you, okay. you're a big guy. You've got a high okay. strength score. He's not that yeah. large of a man. So I will say you can just kind of sling him over your shoulder. I'm, uh, throw him over my shoulder and start running. Okay. With the rod. I grab the rod as well. Okay. Lee kind of runs with you guys as the four of you sort of pelt through the woods. You come out into the resort just in time to see um, people are sort of, there's definitely a kind of commotion going on. People are sort of running in multiple directions. Mm. Um, you see as you sort of appear that the administrative building uh, is on fire. Ah, um, there are like flames kind of licking around it. Ben! Um, and you see a, a uh, <laughs> you see a group of these robed figures um, kind of standing around, standing around the outside of the administrative building. Um, and as you guys approach, heads kind of turn in your direction um, and someone points at the unconscious man over Malachi's shoulder and at the rod that Malachi's holding in his hand and the group kind of begins to move in you guys' direction and that's where we'll end our no! session. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh my god. Why? Create water is in the barrel right now, ready to fire. <laughs> oh my god. Can we go oh, tomorrow? God. <laughs> all right so oh. a 10 minute break and then <laughs> next one <laughs> so thank you so much for listening if you liked this episode of this podcast please uh rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to if listening to us on it really helps us out also we want to say thank you to lucas mangold for writing our theme music you can find him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com for all your music needs also thank you to jared haverdink for some of the music in this episode as well as theo golden for our beautiful logo you can contact him at tgoldenart on instagram if you need some beautiful art or if you want him to tattoo our logo on your body, because yeah. he could do that now. <laughs> yeah, and we'll give you we'll give you a shout out on the show if you do that. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, and you can tell Don't us that you yet. tattooed the logo on your body uh, by contacting us on social media at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, and we will see you with episode five on September first. Oh my god! Oh. Happy fall, everyone. Hannah, we all know you're ecstatic about this. I am ecstatic, actually. The rest of us have to grieve. I bought some decor today. Yeah, I hate the fall. Everyone knows that. Can't stand Halloween. Andy, notorious uh, puritanical anti-Halloween. Anyway, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Nice meeting you. Bye. <laughs>
Then, finally, Finn is going to look at the other three and say, I hope you like calamari. No, no, that's not it. Let me try again. Finn is going to look at the other three and say, Time to octopus you around. God damn it. Tentacool. Tentacool. No, that's copyright. Uh. Hey, hey Siri, what rhymes with tentacle? I found an answer. It's displayed on your iPhone. Well, that's not helpful. <laughs>